0: I'm Emma, and welcome to this podcast. Doesn't exist. I'm projecting so that I'm not quiet in this episode.
1: <laughs> I don't know if any of you noticed that Shannon was quiet. It might have just been me last also, week. Also, I was terrified. That's and true. Exhausted. You were you were sinking into the couch last week, <laughs> so that might have been why you sounded With so far good away. Good reason. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, I know what I was going to tell you. So, you know how my whole vase thing, I want to be a vase when I'm dead. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to, to a different episode. Literally I, any episode, yeah. I feel like. But I was talking to my mother again. Uh-huh. Not specifically about the vase, but it reminded me of this. Because you, we all know how she has the monkey. Uh-huh. And the crop circle of Virgin Mary's. Uh-huh, as you do. My mother plans with her toenail clippings to make a resin paperweight for my cousin.
0: Oh, I have heard this. Yes. I thought it was going to be a spoon rest. That's
1: what I asked her. I was like, why not a spoon rest? And she said, because I don't have that mold. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, it's happening imminently. It's going to happen soon. She then said, send me your toenail clippings. And I went, no thank you. I don't know what the postage is on that. <laughs> so, people, <Damn. laughs> people, this is where I get it from. So please, Don't be icked out by me. Please go, please go tell my mother that it's her fault. Thank you. Shannon does not approve.
0: (laughs) Well, no, because I was like, yes, that's weird. But also, if something were to happen to your mother's toenail, what is it?
1: It's a a paper rest. A a paperweight.
0: If something were to happen, your cousin would not be filled with guilt.
1: You want to make
0: fun of her. So it's different than you taking your remains of your body, the vessel in which your soul lives, (laughs) and being placed into a household object. It's just different. It just hits different, Emma. (laughs) Just like the baseball that you and Fergus' child is gonna accidentally, like your grandchild is gonna get thrown. And There goes Noni Emma.
1: Just. Up in dust. Just cracked on the floor. No, at that point, I hope that I would be able to, like, disintegrate. Like, if it breaks. No,
0: that's worse. (laughs) (laughs) Now (laughs) you're turning into a Thanos
1: situation? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Absolutely not. I'm sorry. You're not, though. That's going on the big old card next. (laughs) I'm sorry. Anyway, welcome back, everybody. This is a podcast in which uh, we plan Emma's postmortem plans, Mm -hmm. and also we talk about unsolvable, unknowable, quirky, weird, sometimes spooky, aka terrifying things. Welcome. Hi. It's been a minute. For us, uh, Emma... You and Fergus went away. Yeah, for a couple weeks. We
1: went on. We went on an excursion. It was really. It was really nice. It was really relaxing. But now we're back. Um,
0: and let's see if we remember how to do this. What yes. should the people do, Emma?
1: The people should go to our Instagram at this podcast doesn't exist and go to the link in our bio. Click on it and then at the top of that listicle of things about us they can click on the bingo card and it'll generate you a bingo card you can play while you listen well no you won't have it on there but we should put it on there that emma talks about being a vaz or uh shannon screams no um because i think that those would be appropriate but let us know if you play. Um, we'd like to see if you win or if you lose, and then you can be mad at us. But regardless, put it up on Instagram stories or wherever you want to put it and tag us. Let us know. And if you have anything else to tell us, uh, if you want to rant to me about the fact that I shouldn't be a Vaz, which you're not going to change my mind, but I'd love to hear your argument, uh, come to our email inbox at at gmail.com. I'm also still looking for diner orders, so please send me those. Please and thank you. Okay, bye.
0: If you'd like to submit your qualifications for being a ghost host, you can email those to us as well. Christian, I'm sorry. We can't just give away the position without your qualifications.
1: I'm sorry, Christian. I asked her, and she went, where's his resume? And and I said, I don't have it. (laughs)
0: Gus, the ghost submitted his resume.
1: Yes, he did. And he doesn't have hands. Oh, I didn't even think about that.
0: So... We are not, that was an ableist comment. I should not have phrased it that way, but.
1: We don't discriminate. We need, uh, you
0: don't even have to be alive to be the ghost host.
1: No. In fact, it's preferable that you be a ghost. (laughs) That
0: you be deceased. anyway now that we got all that out of the way Emma you kind of talked about it but like how was your trip what did you guys get up to
1: it was a lot of fun we went up to Maine um there is this little island off the coast uh where Ferguson's family has a house and we all went there so Fergus and I were uh there for maybe about a week by ourselves and it was really soothing and nice there's not a lot to like do on the island, Wi-Fi wise, cause they don't really have all that much good internet, but that means that we could do all outdoor stuff and it was really nice weather for a bit. So we got to go like clamming and we picked blueberries and we, you know, did hikes and stuff and Penny loves it. It is her favorite place on the planet. Um, she basically refused to get in the car Every single time because she thought that we were leaving. And then by the time she got used to getting into the car, we actually left. So I felt really bad. But then at the very end of our trip, all of Fergus's family came to celebrate his dad's 60th birthday. So uh, summon the Todd, 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 (laughs) Todd. I love him. And apparently he had a really good birthday. He was really happy to have everybody there. So it was all of Fergus's uh, brothers and his sister and then all of our... Nieces and nephews came to celebrate so it was it was a lot of fun it was really nice to be up there with everybody so we had a good time but I will say we're happy to be home it's one of those things where COVID didn't really let us you know obviously travel like Mm -hmm. especially during 2020 and it's a weird feeling now to us to be like oh my gosh I'm home. Mm-hmm. but it's a nice feeling again have
0: only been in your home exactly like last... so now it's
1: like Ugh, yeah. I just want to leave my house but now, now it feels still luckily it still feels like oh it's nice and cozy to be home So.
0: and y'all pro tip that Emma is not the first one to say it but she's the most recent one to say it to me clean your house before you go on vacation Yes. because then you'll come home and you can just order pizza or whatever and not have to do anything And it'll feel really nice. It's
1: literally one of my favorite things to do. Clean your house before you leave. Like, do it throughout the week before so that everything's clean. Make sure you vacuum and everything. Change your sheets so you have some brand new sheets to come home to and slip into. Um, And Fergus and I always put a frozen pizza in the freezer so we don't even have to think about food. And we always make sure that there's, like, maybe some frozen bread um, so that we can have toast in the morning before we go and grocery shop for real. But it's, like... The easiest thing that we've we've done that makes our lives so much better when we come home.
0: Boom. This podcast has it all, friends. Life hacks, after death hacks, all of it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Got her. Life facts, after life facts. No, hacks. Oh, hacks. <laughs> but
0: also there are life and death facts on this podcast.
1: You guys, I can't hear anything anymore. Really? Shannon put on a candle put on. she she lit a candle that is called what Shannon?
0: Whipped cream and pear.
1: And I heard whipped cream and hair.
0: And she thought that was genuinely the scent of the anthropology candle. Well, it's anthropology.
1: I thought that they would like do something funky and weird.
0: No, but they're
1: bougie. I don't know. Maybe that's the new bougie thing. I don't know. Burnt hair. I I don't know. We do know. All right.
0: Anyway, Emma needs to get her hearing checked. Hopefully your hearing is good. Hopefully you're hearing us and following us, etc.
1: Well, but that just means I need to to sit back, relax, and listen very closely to what we're going to talk about.
0: Yes. I'm very excited. So, Emma, today, in honor of... ...of your waterside explorations Mm. on the island and your triumphant return. (laughs) Today, I am attempting a cryptid corner. Oh! Woohoo! So, Emma, you may not be a huge fan of the water to begin with, but I may ruin it forever after you learn about this creature.
1: (laughs) I have a few guesses, but I'm very excited In
0: some legends, these beasts are merely seeking companionship. You know, like who doesn't want a friend or sometimes a wife? It depends on the story. But many more legends, however, have these creatures as being responsible for the vicious drowning deaths of anyone who gets too close especially small children. (gasps) Today, Emma, I'm here to tell you the tale of the Scottish Kelpie.
1: Okay, okay, okay. So my brain first went Loch Ness Monster, and then you said multiples, and I went, ooh, mermaids? And then it just went to children, and my brain went, I have no clue. So thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) I'm so excited.
0: So in doing this research, I've discovered that nearly every major body of water in Scotland has some sort of kelpie legend associated with it they vary in the name and some specific characteristics but i'm going to i'm going to give you the general overview okay um yes a kelpie most commonly refers to a scottish water horse often malicious in nature <laughs> and then i wrote you might as well check off your unsure pronunciation box now because here we go. There's a <laughs> lot of uh, Gaelic <laughs> that I don't, mm, I don't know.
1: <laughs> be kind,
0: everybody. I mean, if you made it through the Latin episode, nothing can be worse than my Latin
1: episode. You, I, you honestly did very well. I'm never going to re-listen to it. I don't <laughs> like it at
0: all. <laughs> it fills me with a sense of shame. <laughs> <laughs> so, the word Kelpie comes from the Scottish Gaelic words Kelpech or Colpech.
1: <laughs> Y'all, I really wish you could see Shannon's face. Wait, so, no, no, no. It's, I want to talk about your face for a second. Because okay. her whole face, her whole bottom, like, it was just the bottom of your jaw that contorted completely to one side you said the last little sound that was so good every time do it again
0: time would be so displeased do it again thank you uh those two words however they may be pronounced i just decided to go strong and wrong and that's fine i yeah uh they mean either heifer or cult which if you're if you were not a horse girl growing up a cult is like a baby horse that's a boy c-o-l-t Yes. Okay. Not see- Yeah. I'm I'm thinking- I was like, how else? I was like, oh, with a U. (laughs) Other things we talk about on this podcast.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the Scottish are like, yeah, it either means heifer or colt. So, (laughs) wait, and heifer means like a female- Heifer
0: is not a horse word. It's like a cow a cow cow word.
1: That's what I thought. Okay. But,
0: you know. So the creature is most often described as a large black horse- though sometimes it's white depending oh. on the region. Okay. Identifiable by its constantly dripping wet mane Ew. even when seen on land. Ew. So like the hair on its neck. I don't know how much people are horse people or not.
1: I so. think I think understanding the shape of a horse is pretty good. Have you
0: seen a horse before? <laughs> I don't know. A kelpie is said to be 10 times as strong as a normal horse and is known to lure to untimely ends travelers and children alike. Ooh. <laughs> I was really trying to be spooky because I don't know how to do cryptid corners. See, but
1: your your spooky voice turns into I'm telling a kid a story voice and it's adorable, but it's not spooky.
0: <laughs> All right. Whatever. <laughs> Some stories. She's mad at me now. (laughs) Like, I'm trying to expand my boundaries.
1: It just means that I can't find you spooky. It might be spooky for somebody else, honestly. If you're just listening to this and you find Shannon spooky, please let us know. Basically, the only
0: time I can freak Emma out on this podcast is when I just give her... Cold, hard historical facts about how terrible humans are. Yeah, like the Tennessee
1: Children's Home. You were oh, just like, golly.
0: you were just like, mm, I was... don't know how to
1: respond. <laughs> or when you told me that the plane crashed with the uh, oh, Sabina the flight. Far- yeah, the far- oh my gosh, team. yeah. Again, and
0: that's just a metaphor, or not even a metaphor. It's just a fact that real life.
1: Yeah, is the most it's- terrifying thing. See, but that's why I can't watch spooky movies, because. What? Like, like, I I can watch, like, paranormal stuff. Oh. But I can't watch, like, you Criminal know. Criminal Minds? Cri- no, well, I can, I, I don't think I've ever made it through a Criminal Minds because I'm like, oh no, real people are, are like, terrifying. And I know that Criminal Minds, like, pulls from real life uh, cases.
0: Yeah. Honestly, I think I've gotten more sensitive. Like, I, I haven't watched, actually watched Criminal Minds beyond t- clips on TikTok in a while, but in high school and like middle school and high school, I'd come down to Northern Virginia because, high divorced parents, I would spend some of my weekends in my dad's divorced dad condo, which
1: definitely had no art on the walls.
0: like uh, there were a couple, I think, but we made the same like three recipes. Oh yeah, he had like three, and we shake and bake. We loved it, but I would just he'd go to bed, and I would stay up till like two in the morning watching. Criminal Minds reruns on USA. This is a basement level condo with a sliding glass door. Girl. And I
1: would just go to bed. How? And just fall asleep. Okay, see. But now as an adult,
0: I feel like if I watch Criminal Minds, it's going to have to be like, I watch it and then I watch an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race before I go to sleep. Yeah,
1: I need like a a A palate cleanser. I used to watch uh, stories from the ER on like... Whatever, TLC. TLC, that's what it was. And I would just watch, it, of course, it's full of reenactments. So it's not like, it's not like real good acting, mm-hmm. but it's like the real people are telling the stories about like what happened to them. And it's like, so my arm got chopped off, or uh, I got a whale harpoon through my chest, or stuff like that. And I would just watch it and I'd go to bed.
0: But now you can't even watch like Grey's Anatomy. It or makes anything. me want
1: to vom. Like I can't. We. The fragility
0: of the human psyche. That's for another episode, though. Back to... Yes. The Scottish Kelpie. Kelpie. I'm just gonna... I don't think we have anyone listening in Scotland, but if we do, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. So, some stories claim that these spirits, these Kelpies, only wish for companionship. Mm. Oh, did I mention... They can shapeshift. What?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: See, I, never, I didn't know anything about this yeah. thing. Yeah. So, although the occurrence is reportedly rare, female Kelpies will appear as beautiful naked women okay. who are luring in men. So you were kind of close with mermaids. With mermaids, yeah. yeah, yeah. Siren, okay, okay, of. okay. Male Kelpies can either appear as a handsome man who's very gracious and attracts young women with his sweet sensibilities and attention, or Girl. as an especially hairy man who lurks just beneath the water's surface no! and will crush people to death with his giant arms. Why does he have to be a dude? Why does he have to be a hairy dude? Well, apparently most Kelpies are, are boys. They didn't talk about any non-binary Kelpies, sorry.
1: I but. well, I would say that they're probably more non-binary than anything else, and they just—I mean, they can shape shift, yeah. But apparently,
0: they they most often appear as as men. I'm male-presenting.
1: Terrified! I am terrified by the thought of a hairy man lurking <laughs> just under the water, like an
0: alligator. Look at him! Yeah. I told you you were going to hate the water. Especially if it's a a loch. You can't see the bottom of a loch. Are you kidding me?
1: (laughs) Uh, It's just a monkey of a man. I can't get over the fact that he's hairy. I'm sorry. I don't make the rules. I I, I know. I'm just
0: a messenger. (laughs) So humanoid Kelpies can only be identified by the fact that they have water weeds tangled in their hair.
1: Oh, I'd definitely do that as a kid if I was, like, a Scottish kid and I'd been told these stories. I'd be like, I want to be a Kelpie. And I'd go and I'd put that in my hair.
0: You, you, of course you would. And then we have a fun little blurb from our favorite source.
1: Wikipedia or Daily Daily Mail? (laughs) Wikipedia. Wikipedia.
0: A folktale from Barra, which, I looked it up, is an island in the Outer Hebrides. Oh, okay tells of a lonely Kelpie that co- transforms itself into a handsome young man to woo a pretty young girl it was determined to take for its wife. Interesting that they say it, even though it's a young man. That See, anyone. but
1: that, I feel like that supports okay. the non-binary thing. Well,
0: they. <laughs> they. But the girl recognizes the young man as a Kelpie and removes his, sing- his silver necklace while he sleeps. That'll make more sense in a little bit when okay. I explain it. The kelpie immediately reverts to its equine form, which just picture handsome young man sleeping in your bed, and then the Boom, Godfather horse, because <laughs> 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 um, that's when it he he reverts back to his his kelpie form, which is a horse, um, Boom. a big horse,
1: too. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Uh, Clydesdale's
0: up there, right? Reverts to its equine form, and the girl takes it home to her father's farm. Which I'm like, girl, where were you sleeping that had a bed that was not your father's farm?
1: Oh, oh.
0: Where the Kelpie is put to work for a year. At the end of that time, the girl rides the Kelpie to consult a wise man, who tells her to return the silver necklace. The wise man then asks the Kelpie, once again transformed into a handsome young man, That the girl first met. Whether, if given the choice, it would choose to be a Kelpie or a mortal. The Kelpie, in turn, asks the girl whether, if he were a man, he, see, important, she would agree to be his wife. She confirms that she would, after which the Kelpie chooses to become a mortal man and the pair are married.
1: And then I wrote, wild times. Wow. Also the fact that she, like... Rode him like as a horse, and to the to the, and m- the magic man. And made him
0: haul things around her father's farm. Yeah,
1: but then they get there, he turns mortal. How do you get back? <laughs> do you just walk?
0: I don't know how far away the wise man is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Peter Beresford Ellis's version of the kelpie legend states that in his human form, a male kelpie would cry a single tear and get a young woman to wipe it away for him, thus creating an unbreakable bond of devotion. Whoa. Magic tears. This bond could only be broken if the woman saw the Kelpie in his horse form, which would overtake him every night at sunset.
1: Oh, this is a, like, Fiona and Shrek situation. Yeah. Like, you
0: gotta be like... Hey, I'm a handsome young guy, and you're obsessed with me because you touched my tear, but the sun's going down. I have to leave you for now. And then, nay. I'm a horse. I'm <laughs> oh, wow. a ah!
1: And then, nay.
0: So, I don't know. I feel like we've talked about it before, but Emma and I have a have a spreadsheet that we share. Um, mainly, I update it. Emma like has access to it, but I'm always paranoid that she's going to look at it. Which is why I don't. We keep it to track, like, the topic, which of us is hosting, when we record it, and when it's going up, and then also we keep track of Emma's husband's name, so that we don't repeat. Why are you looking at me like this? I'm listening. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were like, don't give away the joke that's only funny to us. I mean, it doesn't matter, really, does it? Yeah, I mean, if you haven't figured it out this far in. Right. That is my favorite though, when friends start listening to the podcast for the first time, and then they're like five episodes in and they're like, hey, bestie, question. Am I stupid or is <laughs> Emma's husband named something different every time? The
1: answer is yes.
0: Really? I just thought you had a, a harem, a reverse
1: harem, <laughs> a hairy harem.
0: Ew. But <laughs> the point of that spreadsheet story is to say that the the placeholder title for this one, for, for this episode was just nay-nay. <laughs> I was trying. I did see
1: that. And I was trying to figure out what the heck that could mean. And that's why. I love adding a layer of intrigue. See, but this is why it doesn't matter if I look at it, though. Well, that's why I camouflage it. Yeah. I
0: almost put it as the real thing. And then I was like, well, just in case. In case she looks at it.
1: Honestly, I probably wouldn't have, like known it was a cryptid until you told yeah, me. Yeah, but
0: like, I just like... I don't like it. ruining you know surprises. I like
1: a reveal. Yes, some you do.
0: intrigue. I can't be spooky, but I can be grand.
1: Yes, and you're
0: very good at it. I try. Um, right. Do-do-do-do! Some of these... The com- king is here! <laughs> some of these companionship-minded tales even go so far as to state that a Kelpie will lure humans in with the purpose of taking them as their mate. Ooh. I assume in human form they did not get into specifics.
1: (laughs) And I did not go looking. (laughs) I bet you on some Tumblr somewhere.
0: (laughs) In the deep, dark corners of fanfic.net.
1: Yep. I'm not going to yuck
0: anyone else's yum. I'm not. Move on.
1: Equus's trope is, is uh, weird. Daniel Radcliffe is
0: <laughs> crying in the chat.
1: Potter, why? Seamus <laughs> Finnegan's like, dude. What? Oh wait, he's not. He's Irish. <laughs> I was like trying to think of a Scottish one. Are there any Scottish people in Harry Potter? I mean,
0: so isn't one of the professors? I feel like
1: McGonagall is.
0: Ah, we love her. Maggie Smith.
1: Dame Maggie Smith. Also, Hogwarts is in Scotland.
0: And yet, no one has an accent. I mean, they have accents. They all have
1: like, English accents. And then think, there's Seamus Finnegan.
0: You'd think there would be more. It's like, Luna and Seamus are like the only Irish.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is Oliver Wood? What is Oliver Wood? I don't it's know, been but... It's, so it's been Sarah? So Sarah, <laughs> Sarah. Right into the podcast. Sarah? Because... One, she is a steel trap of a memory, and two, she like listens to Harry Potter to fall asleep.
1: That's true. So she
0: could yeah. tell us. We could google it, but
1: we're lazy. All right, I like how this is easier than googling it. Work smarter, not harder. <laughs> Use
0: your resources. There we go. That's a good, that's a good one. So most of the legends, however, assign the beasts far more deadly motives than finding a wife. Kelpies are known to pose as tame, sweet little ponies. Okay. Frequently appearing to weary travelers near rough waters. Because it would be simple enough to just ride this abandoned pony and save yourself the wet socks, right? Yeah. Wrong! (gasps) Once you make skin contact with a Kelpie in equine form. You are stuck and unable to get to freedom. The creature will drag you beneath the waves to your doom. Whoa. Some tales even claim that a Kelpie's victim will be devoured, and only their entrails left to float to shore.
1: Ew, like a lobster? You don't eat the, like, gross inside. Part of a, never mind. This
0: sure, is... I would have gone with a different mammal, but, <laughs> like, an actual mammal, not a crustacean, but, you do you, boo.
1: You guys, I can't, I can't this do is, anything today.
0: I love that that was my, my like, last-ditch attempt to be, to be spooky, and I was just like,
1: like a lobster. <laughs> like <that. laughs> I'm sorry. It was, actually, th- that is absolutely terrifying, because are they, like, sharing or does the one that takes you down to like drown is are they the one that eats you or is it like look what i caught and like
0: mostly solitary creatures hence the need for companionship
1: oh they're lonely yeah they're
0: lonely evil water horses
1: maybe they're only evil because they're lonely Mm. oh
0: we'll see i have some photos to show you photos well, illustrations. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did look for photos. Oh, okay. <laughs> In one prevalent tale, nine boys, all sons of chiefs and kings, apparently, I wrote, <laughs> were lured onto the back of a seemingly tame pony. And then I put parentheses. Who was able to magically extend its back to make room for all the youths, NDD. Because that's a recurring thing. Like, it can just, like, <laughs> make itself long to... Because once, once you touch your skin to the oh, pony, you're stuck. Oh, you're
1: stuck. I was going to say, that would be noticeable, but it's when they're already on. Mm-hmm. Got it. But also,
0: the part of me that spent many years riding horses is, like, how did you get on top of the... Like, wouldn't everyone's hands just immediately get stuck? And then you're, you're stuck in like, that position. you're yourself up, right?
1: But, maybe, maybe it's, like, it only... Like, the only portion of the Kelpie that's actually sticky is, like, the portion you sit on. Well, Emma, the tenth boy
0: was only able to escape after cutting off his own fingers, Ooh. where they were bonded to the Kelpie's nose.
1: Oh, so he didn't even get on to the
0: No, because he worst. was like, hi, little pony. <gasps> and then he couldn't get his hand away, and he was like, oh no, my grandmom was right. He cut off his fingers, and he ran away. And That's all the other nine boys didn't even realize they were in danger. They went laughing under the waves. They were like, la la la, we're having a great time, and then they drowned. <gasps> the same tale appears all over the region with some minor differences and details. For example, his hand was on the beast's neck, not the nose, or they'll specify that he had a Bible in his pocket, etc., etc. Okay. In their equine form, Kelpies are said to have hooves that face the opposite direction of a normal horse's, often leading to the an association with the devil. Oh, like yeah, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Robert Burns refers to such a satanic association in his poem "Address to the Devil" from
1: 1786. And now, <laughs> I need you all. I'm so excited for this poetry slam. <laughs> to be kind, because
0: these don't look like English words. Oh
1: no, is this like a Lewis Carroll situation?
0: No, it's just Scottish.
1: Oh, <laughs> I thought it was like, like, uh, Jabberwocky and it was just all nonsense, but- No, I mean- It might be nonsense, we got really but it's just creative. Scottish.
0: We got really creative with the spelling. Alright, here we are. <laughs> I hate this. Why do I do this to myself? I don't know. You've chosen I'm more. Like, I'm like, I need the people to know the information. My inability to pronounce things should not stand in the way.
1: I, that is a valiant, valiant endeavor. I. And I you're think.
0: like, meanwhile, I'm in Point Pleasant, West Virginia. <laughs> That's true. I do choose a lot New of New American Jersey. ones. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, Address to the Devil, 1786. Robert Burns when thaws dissolve the snowy hard and float the jingling icy bard then water kelpies haunt the fard by your direction and nighted travelers are alert to their destruction
1: that was really good
0: thank you I practiced <laughs> I'm really that was really good uh, moving on no that was really good <laughs> That's my MFA audition piece. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> also, like, not a bad poem. And a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be. I thought you were going to keep going. Oh, it's a selection. But that's oh. the only
0: part that specifically talks about water kelp bees. Oh,
1: I see. Okay. That makes you a know, lot more the sense. the reason we're all here today. Yes.
0: Not to listen to me try to do an accent that I have no
1: business with. I was going to say butcher the English language, but the Scots already do that. So. Uh, shots fired. <laughs> I don't, I don't think there's going to be any Scott that is going to be like, oh, how rude. Because.
0: I don't know. Your sister-in-law is like an honorary
1: one right now. I mean. she's living over there. She's living there. Share this yeah. with
0: your friends. And then maybe not this episode. The, I don't want to offend them. That's Share fair. Ah! That's fair. All right. So here are some other miscellaneous fun facts about okay. the Kelpies. Okay. Okay. The sound of a Kelpie's tail entering the water sounds like a massive clap of thunder.
1: Ooh, that's
0: bomb. And then apparently they will also, like, scream, like, shriek uh, when a storm is coming, which one of the articles was like, so they do have some usefulness. Because you <laughs> can, like, hear it, and then you can go inside. <laughs> that's that's fair. Uh, they can summon floods to drown their victims, which is kind of dope. And then (laughs) offspring resulting from a mating between a Kelpie and a normal horse are impossible to drown and can be recognized by their shorter-than-normal ears.
1: So a super donkey, or super mule.
0: What is it that... A horse and a donkey creates a mule.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's where I was going. Yeah. But because they're both horses, except a Kelpie is not really a horse, it's a cryptid.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I'm still going to say Super Mule.
0: That's inaccurate.
1: I know, but I'm sticking with it. All
0: right. That's all we're talking about them, so. There are, <laughs> however, pu- 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 pu-
1: Blue's good dude, we can do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I saw a video on my TikTok for you page the other day that was all three of the hosts
1: of. I Blitz saw that Liz
0: too! And I got really, like, I almost cried. Aww. I was feeling very nostalgic and I was like, maybe I should go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> In my feelings. Anyway, we're skidooing back to the topic at hand. There yeah. are, however,. Pur- wifi- oh, oh, anime- There are, however, (laughs) purported ways to capture and control these creatures.
1: Ooh, that's fun. I'd love to go on that kind of hunt.
0: If one encounters a Kelpie without tack, which is the equipment you use to ride for you non-horse girls out there, it can be controlled by slipping on a halter stamped with a cross. So a bridle is the thing with the metal bit that goes in its mouth that you yeah. use to steer. A halter is just the part that goes over their head. Then you can clip like a lead line too. Yeah. Um. Again, So a halter with a cross on it. And you'll control the devil. Okay. The beast can then be used to complete any number of heavy lifting tasks. Because remember, a kelpie, a single kelpie, is as strong, ten times as strong right. as a normal horse. They- They heavy lifters. Yes, Uh, several majestic castles in Scotland are said to have been built using the harnessed power of a kelpie. Ooh, ancient alien style. I'm into it. However, there will forever be a curse upon the seat of any clan that captures a kelpie in such a way. Ah, darn. So if you use the kelpie for labor, you're gonna be cursed. But only if you're like the head dad of the family. So.
1: No. I mean, it's not great, but then mm-hmm. it's only one person.
0: Yeah. That, you want to be like a third
1: son. Oh, yeah, definitely. In that case. You're like, ooh, okay. Yeah, there's definitely no way Give yeah, you plenty of
0: time to have some sons, so if you go, then it'll go to them, not to yeah. anyone else. exactly. Yes. <clears throat> some Kelpies were said to be equipped with a bridle and sometimes a saddle, and appeared invitingly ready to ride, but if mounted they would run off and drown their riders. So don't don't look a fully
1: tacked horse in the mouth because you'll drown. Yeah, no thank you. I find it interesting that they were like, you know, I'm gonna be more enticing. Yeah, they're very smart. But like, is it a Hulk situation when they turn into a human? Presenting like what happens to that saddle? Do they just hold it in front of them? Magic. Okay, I'm just—that's true. I shouldn't question too don't much. Don't
0: question. Ba 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 ba. <laughs> a kelpie can be killed by being shot with a silver bullet.
1: Oh, like a werewolf. After which
0: it is seen to consist of nothing more than quote turf and a soft mass like jellyfish. <gasps> According to an account published by Lewis Spence in 1999, so apparently if you shoot it, it just turns into like, blah, blah.
1: turns into jelly, like a jellyfish. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I don't like that. Well, because what and the, the where where my brain went was uh-huh. if you like press on it and it through the bullet hole, it just. <laughs> Where my brain went.
0: Oh, see, my brain was picturing just like it gets shot in the.
1: Oh, oh, oh! I don't like, like a little that. Little... Yeah. Oh, that's okay, worse. That is worse. Yeah.
0: And I think you're gonna like this next part. Okay. While water horses roam near any major body of water in Scotland, perhaps the most notorious is Loch Ness. <gasps> there are reports of mysterious spirits around the loch. Dating back to the 6th century. And then we have another blurb from Wikipedia. The early 9th century Kelpie that haunted the woods and shores of Loch Ness was tacked up with its own saddle and bridle. A fable attached to the notoriously nasty creature has the Highlander James McGregor taking it by surprise and cutting off its bridle, the source of its power and life without which it would die within 24 hours. As the Kelpie had the power of speech, it successfully, nope, it attempted unsuccessfully to bargain with McGregor for the return of its bridal. After following McGregor to his home, the Kelpie asserted that McGregor would be unable to enter his home while in possession of the bridal because of the presence of a cross above the entrance door. But McGregor outwitted the creature by tossing the bridle through a window, so the kelpie accepted its fate and left, cursing and swearing. The myth is perpetuated with further tales of the bridle as it is passed down through the family.
1: That's really cool.
0: Yeah. So the idea back to the the young man, the the young woman, and the silver necklace yeah. and the yeah, blah, yeah. blah blah blah. So the silver necklace was, like, his silver bridle. And if you have oh. the bridle of a Kelpie, it, like, has to work with you, for you.
1: In oh. that instance. In this
0: instance, it was like, it's going to die.
1: That's interesting, though. Because I wonder... I know these are all in different regions, potentially. Um, and a lot of it probably was oral tradition before any of it was written down. So the actual, like... Trajectory of when it stopped being, like, they're here for companionship, and if you take it, you, like, control them versus the tear making you, you know, adore them versus the bridal being taken and then they die. I wonder where in that it went from their wanting companionship to their evil, and I wonder if it had a lot to do with, like, missionaries mm. popping up and being, like, it's an evil thing because it's a cryptid. Satan. Satan. Well, Emma.
0: Mm-hmm. That brings us to our next question. Of why do such legends exist? Is it to keep young women away from seemingly gracious, strange men? Mm. In the words of one source, quote, One lesson would be to not to attempt to ride unattended horses.
1: Oh, well, that's Another would
0: be to avoid lonely stretches of water at dawn or dusk. This is just really good life advice, whether you're dealing with Kelpies
1: or not. See, here, again, we have life hacks and afterlife hacks. Put that on the merch. The primary
0: motive of such stories would be to keep children away from dangerous waters. That's fair. If you think about it, if you say, like... What's another Scottish name? Hey, little Merida, don't <laughs> go near the water, because a giant, terrible horse is going to come drown you and eat you.
1: And then they just stay about, like, 50 feet away from the edge of the water. Right.
0: So that's the main, that's the prevailing narrative. Okay. Across a lot of these sources. But, one blog blogspot oh. page claims that this may not be the full story. Oh, the writer points out that for a supposedly water-based creature, nearly all of the recorded narratives about kelpies are land-based.
1: <gasps> That's true.
0: If the main goal is to keep kids safe, why extend the terrifying legend to the shores and roads surrounding rivers and lochs? Perhaps there was or still remains some negative entity lurking about planting the fear that it cannot be safely contained by the bounds of the waters it haunts.
1: Ooh, okay. That was the best spooky you've ever done. Thank you. You're welcome.
0: Thanks. That Shout was out. that was good. Shout out to the blog post uh blog spot. Blogspot folklorists who don't who do not believe in the existence of kelpies. <laughs> Oh, jeez. All right. Assume the stories originated because of human sacrifices that took place in the past to appease the gods of water.
1: Okay. You don't believe in Kelpies, but you're like, yeah, definitely. It's because of the human sacrifice. Like, where's your logic? I think
0: if if you're looking at, like, the region of ireland and the uk you've got like stonehenge pagans druids we don't really know what their whole situation was if you live really close to water and you depend upon the water like i feel like historically around the world there's some evidence of like we have to appease the gods, <laughs> the gods. The gods. that's exactly
1: where my brain went <laughs> all right well that makes that makes sense but i don't know if it like I don't know. This is me just talking out loud. <laughs> me just thinking out loud. This
0: is me just talking. That's what needs to go in the merch. That's our tagline. That's that's just our tag <laughs> this just is talking. Just us talking. Uh, stones dating back from the 6th to 9th centuries featuring what has been dubbed the Pictish beast may be the earliest representations of a Kelpie or Kelpie like creature. The Kelpie myth still survives in children's books, such as Molly Hunter's The Kelpie's Pearls from 1966 and Dick King Smith's The Water Horse from 1990. Oh, I've heard about that. Two 30-meter-high, or 100 feet high, steel sculptures in Falkirk on the 4th and Clyde Canal That's where they are. These two sculptures are named the Kelpies, borrowing the name of the mythical creature to associate with the strength and endurance of the horse. Designed by sculptor Andy Scott, they were built as monuments to Scotland's horse-powered industrial heritage. Construction was completed in October 2013, and the sculptures were opened for public access in April 2014.
1: I like that.
0: And a TikTok um, by a user named Eco Dan Wanders about these sculptures actually is what led me I'd never heard of a kelpie before. So shout out to TikTok once again, making me cry about blues clues, but also helping me do research for the podcast because I procrastinate. Yee. All right, Emma, you want to see some photos? Yes, I do. Okay. There we go. Alright, so here's a depiction of the stone that has the potentially first horse-looking
1: That's cool.
0: horse-looking shape. Here's an example of a lady Kelpie as a human.
1: Ooh. Looking
0: like a spooky mermaid.
1: Seriously, though.
0: Like, she has been through it. Um, And here's another example of a lady... This painting—that's
1: really pretty. But I can it see is. where it's like,
0: but it's very like of the time period. Yeah, the guys were like, okay, the only way we can paint naked chicks is if we make it a mythical, allegorical thing.
1: And then they can't yell at us.
0: Yeah, because it's mythology. It's not a real naked lady.
1: <laughs> I just want to look at boobs. I
0: just, <laughs> I mean. <laughs> no comment. All right, here's a little depiction. Someone's getting drowned. Oh, that's horse. not fun. No, That one's white, though. It is, but it's it looks a little terrifying. Okay, this one's my favorite.
1: Ooh, I don't like it. It looks like it's mud, like it's made of mud. Yeah. Ooh.
0: Yeah. And then we have a couple of the sculptures.
1: Ooh, I want to see that. Oh, those are pretty. Yeah. I like that.
0: I like that one because it has a reflection. Oh. But anyway, you can see. Welcome to my, apparently, just my vocal, like, scanning audition this episode. <laughs> Scoobity bap boop, da daddy. You can see all these photos on our Instagram at this podcast doesn't exist. I'll also share that TikTok to our story Probably Yeah, at some point or another. But, yeah, thanks for coming to my attempt at a cryptic corner. Apologies for the pronunciation, but I hope you had a good time.
1: No, I think it was very good. I especially loved the Burns poem.
0: Oh, that was the part I was most stressed about.
1: Oh, I really liked it. You did a very good job. Thanks. I will say I understood every word. Oh, good. <laughs> it made you sound like Winnie the Pooh. Oh good.
0: Oh bother. Oh bother. Uh, I feel like everybody, just different stages of life you go through. Like you start out, you start out in life as like a roo, and then you become a tigger, and then maybe like a poo. I feel like now I'm just like a cross between Piglet and Eeyore, depending on the day. <laughs>
1: I love you so much. You're so cute. There Am was I a, wrong now? No, you're not. At a point in my life, I very much was piglet. Just anxious. like anxious constantly, but also like I'd get super excited about stuff and then immediately be nervous about it. And then there just came a point where I was just like, I'm Winnie the Pooh now. Like I'm here to eat, sleep, and And wear be, crop tops. And wear crop tops. I genuinely, like my mom now only, because my mother buys me clothes all the time still. Thanks, Mom. Please don't stop doing that. I appreciate it and I love it. But she almost always will be like, so I found an Emma shirt today and it's literally just a crop top. It's a a striped or black crop top.
0: (laughs) Emma's a mime, guys. In her (laughs) non-podcasting time, she's a mime. At least she wears the uniform of
1: one. I tried to get dressed this morning and I looked in my closet and noticed that I have only... Black and white striped button-up shirts. (laughs) There's no white button-ups. Checked out. There's no black button-ups. There's no other design. It's literally just black and white stripes. It's just variations of shade. So I was like, ooh, I don't want something this dark. What am I talking about? It's all the same. What am I doing? Anyway, so you, all right. So
0: you want diner orders.
1: Yes, please. We both
0: want ghost toast resumes. Yes, please. But my new thing. Forget (gasps) the... Forget the thing where it's like, which of the three friends are you, like from the television show Friends? Oh yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. what combination of Winnie the Pooh, Hundred Acre Wood characters are you?
1: Seriously though, we I should am... we should post ours on the on the Insta. <laughs>
0: but my brain wants it to be like, so I'm in your sun with a <laughs> with a piglet moon and a kangar rising because is that not me though, like? guys. Emma, when she laughs on the podcast, she does it silently, which is really not great for our auditory platform. (laughs) Oh, there she is. She just flails her body every... Like, the four cardinal directions of the armchair that she's sitting in, she flung herself in all of those directions. Uh, I'm just gonna keep vamping. I'm sorry! That was, like, the... Is the most perfect thing. I love it so much. So tell us, friends, what are your hundred-acre wood astro- astrological identities? I love it. We need to know,
1: Winnie. Um, but also, to know.
0: also, I enjoy astrology. I don't know that much about it, but I enjoy reading about it. So, if you want to send me your actual big three, I'm down. You can DM us.
1: Please and I'll
0: do. think of you. Because once I know your astrolog- astrological sign, whenever I'm scrolling through memes,
1: I like think of specific people. You send me Gemini stuff all the time. Yeah. Correct. Just so you're aware, I'm a Gemini and Shannon is an Aries. Except I for some reason have the more chaotic energy.
0: <laughs> yeah. But you're also married to another Gemini. So maybe it like balances
1: it out. We probably do balance because he's he's also I'm on the cusp and he is like fully Gemini. He's going to find this. Fergus is going to be listening to this and being like, I don't care about Zodiac. I don't believe in it. It doesn't matter. And I'm like, I'm just here for the fun. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: I'm just here for it. I feel like with anything.
0: You you just get out of it what you want to get out of it. Like, I listen to my horoscope every morning, but I don't, it doesn't control my day, but it'll be like pay attention to how you're choosing to communicate, because maybe you're feeling tense. And I'm like, you know what? Actually, now that you mention it, podcast, thanks. I'll just remember to take a breath today. You See, I like that. I will say, mm-hmm. once you're done listening to our podcast, on Spotify, they have, like, astrological, like, each sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've so seen every those. morning while I'm making my bed and still half asleep i listened to my two minute episode of aries today and it like gives me a whole little rundown
1: which is fun that's really cute anyway oh um, yeah sorry we gotta
0: go eat some cake stay away from some water i forgot we
1: had cake all right
0: friends we gotta go so until next time remember this podcast
1: doesn't doesn't exist
0: Wow, the metal remix.
1: <laughs> I was channeling horse girl energy for like, if I were a Kelpie girl.
0: Oh, uh, forget a horse girl.
1: My, I'm a Kelpie girl.
0: No, I was just <laughs> saying my, my new aim handle. Oh, there like we go. At Kelpie XX Girl XX underscore 589. <laughs> okay, bye. bye. <laughs>